0: Hey guys, what is going on? It is Jill here. And this is our fourth and final day uh, where we are bringing some of our old episodes back. And this week, the theme is relationships. It's not just romantic relationships. It is uh, personal relationships, professional relationships, friends, family, acquaintances, etc. There is so much nuance to this. And of course, we love talking about uh, the juiciness of this and obviously clear communication and how we have some of these conversations, some of these tough conversations in our life. And so, today I want to introduce you to episode 51. You may or may not have listened to this one. This is actually one of our favorites. Danny and I recorded together and it is um, Dating in the Age of Social Media. This one was, I would say, super juicy. It was very raw. It was very real. It was very vulnerable and it was absolutely hilarious. So if you've not listened to this one, make sure you give it a listen. We talk a lot about dating apps. We talk a lot about, um, you know, kind of just just messing around with people that like just aren't on the level. We talk about some of the very nuanced things that happen, especially on social media. This one is one of those ones where it's it's one of the ones that when you listen to it, you kind of can't stop listening to it. But it also at the same time feels at times kind of petty, kind of uh, superficial, kind of odd to, to have those these conversations, especially when we talk about social media. Uh, but it also is very real because remember, like social media is the way oftentimes that we are. Are either dating at this point or we're talking to people or we're seeing what's up like this is how we're interacting now so Danny and I felt like it was a really important conversation to have. Uh, it is extremely amusing. This is one of the ones where I felt like Danny and I kind of ripped the Band-Aid off, I think. <laughs> not that we're like super professional, but I think in this one, we we definitely took it another layer of realness, another layer of rawness. And if you love our kind of sense of humor, you're definitely going to get a kick out of this one. Um, and if you are not someone who is dating or in social media, then you'll probably find this hilarious and not at all relatable. But give it a listen. See what you think, let us know. Definitely send us a DM, or if you tag us on social media, we always repost um, at the Best Life Podcast on Instagram. And of course, we have a close Facebook group, thebestlifepodcast.com. Give it a listen, episode 51. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast.
1: We were discussing this episode and right before Jill said, don't make me look like a psycho.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we also talked about how we just want to be super real because... It's funny when I talk to other people in private about social media etiquette and relationships and, you know, even people who like we'll talk about it from the context of dating, because when you and I both got together with our husbands, like social media wasn't really a thing at that point. Right. Like and then like Facebook popped up and everyone could connect with their like high school friends and like their old like high school flames and stuff. And that was like the first iteration of like. Do I DM them? Like, can we be friends on Facebook? Remember, like, the whole thing where all the, like, people would get upset if you were, like, friended your ex on Facebook? Oh, my
1: God. my, Well, okay. Well, what are we talking about? First of all, we're talking about, like, social media and being a psycho. Well, but we're talking about my space when you had to have your top 12 friends and I would go and look at other people. I'm like, who did they put in their top 12? I think maybe it was the top six and then it was nine and then 12. Yeah. And I would move my people around. Like who's my best friend got the number one spot. Totally. i would go look at people like Jamie Easton. I was like, who does she know? And then I go try to friend those people.
0: It was. Yeah. Crazy. If you think about it, it was like kind of a good networking tool to like <laughs> have your, I would love on Instagram for you to have like, to be able to show your top 12, yeah. like trusted inner circle. <laughs> But I would. It's a networking slash stalking tool. Well, you know, I think this is well, this is an episode you and I have been talking about for probably like I would say for the last like eight or nine months, because from a dating perspective, what do you do if you meet someone like and I'll just tell the story. This is hilarious. So just so you guys know, uh, Danny is like fucking Nancy Drew. She's like. <laughs> Just literally the best. Obviously, you guys know her story about her family. Oh, Do we talk about your family no. on here? Oh, we haven't talked about it yet. And I'm sure we will at some point. But she is so, such a detective when it comes to not only like, we're not talking about just romantic stuff, but like, you know, just like meeting people and networking and trying to figure out like, you know, their social media and stuff and finding people on the internet. So, this one time, this is hilarious. This is maybe like a year and a half ago. Yep. I was at Gold's Gym in venice and um this dude was on the squat rack next to me and i was like this dude is like kind of hot like i was like what's up with him and so i did what was one of my go-to moves which was to ask them to take a video for me i was like oh i own a fitness company do you mind taking a quick video for me and everyone at gold's gym is super vain anyway so like it was not an like an uncommon thing to ask and i asked him and he gave me his name and he said his name was owen and he went to Gold's and that's the only thing I didn't know at last name I didn't know what he did for a living and I remember I texted Danny after I left the gym and I said Owen goes to Gold's gym figure it out <laughs> And literally, you guys, within 20 minutes, she had pulled up his Facebook page. She had pictures of him from Google, images, and his Instagram handle. Yeah, screenshots. She's like is, like, is this is the him? dude? Is this the dude? I'm like, that's the guy. That was
1: like my first try. I was like, is this him? She it was, was like,
0: amazing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> all you need to know is.
1: And Owen is not a easy name because there's a lot of last names that are Owen. Oh. So,
0: not- <laughs> so you type in just Owen to Google. Owen, it, it was not easy, but. So did you do one of my favorite tricks, which is going to the geotag on Instagram for Gold's Gym?
1: No, I went to Facebook first. Okay, I did Facebook. Oh, I don't even remember.
0: I but mean, I got it, it was quick. fucking impressive, though. And so <laughs> there are so many. So like, we'll talk about it a little bit from like a dating context. Yeah, she said, don't make me look like a psycho. Now I look like the psycho. No, we're going to. So before we got on, I just said to Danny, let's just like talk about the super real stuff yep. that everyone is doing. And no one is like people are going down the Instagram black hole. Like they're just going like late night, like maybe two in the morning, and you're like, I've been going down the Instagram black hole for like the last ninety minutes. What am I fucking doing? Like, what how did I even get to this person's profile? How am I looking at pictures from like two thousand fourteen? Like how am I so I think hopefully if you're listening to this, you're you know what I'm talking about. And I just wanna be really real with Kind of what I think a lot of people are doing, but no one's really talking about because this shit is embarrassing. Like yeah. you want to be above it, yep. and in your clearest times, you are. You're like, oh, I don't need to, to look at that, or I don't. But in those moments of insecurity, dude, yeah, you, I mean, you just go for
1: stuff. I mean, there's you do. people that I used to follow, and I got triggered by them for whatever reason. Like back in the fitness days, you know, they're totally. doing cardio too much, and maybe first I followed them for inspiration, like body goals. And then once I started gaining weight, I wanted to unfollow them because it made me feel bad about myself. But every once in a while, I go and like, I type in their name and have to check out what they're doing. And then I go like all the posts that I missed, I'd have to go back and look at all of them and read their posts and then get all pissy. You know, you just judge. Dude, You're just yeah. judging. And funny enough, I, I didn't even tell you this. I just text Nate, my ex right now. Uh, I sent him this picture, this meme that I got on Instagram, which it says, when you're ready to break up, just take the code off your phone and leave the rest to God. And I was like, this shit is so funny because literally like I found out everything because of his phone. Yep. And it's so true. Like what goes on in our phones, in the DMs, oh my God. what you're doing, it's ridiculous. And I just thought that was hilarious. But yeah, you go find people's stuff um, in the dating
0: world, obviously.
1: you find. So somebody, if someone says like,
0: yeah, I phone. was going to say, if like you find uh, you wanted to connect with someone, you, what do you do first? What's your Instagram handle? Yeah. Where just, are they on Instagram?
1: Yep. You go look at their Instagram. You go look at their Facebook. You read the comments that people write. You see what they post because I don't know for me, it's really interesting because if I was a guy and okay, if I was dating me, but as a male <laughs> and I saw my Instagram, I'd be like, dude, I don't want to date you. Like you write, you just do too much. You do way too much. I don't want a guy that's doing too much. I want- What do you mean to find too much? Okay, because I post every day, because it's my job, right? So I post every day, or almost every day. At least I'm on stories every day. But if a guy's doing that, I'm like, what are you trying to get attention or something? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. But and it's not so for true. me. I'm like, I'm not trying to get attention. Although it maybe started that way, yeah, definitely did. But if a guy was doing the version, a guy's version of what we do, I could it not handle it. It would just be really gross. I just don't like it. It's not attractive to me, and I would go like, what's and so you and I get like, and not as much as I used to in the fitness days, I'm sure you as well, but get some creepy DMs from dudes. I don't want to know that there's chicks in their DMs being fucking weird to them. I just, that's, that freaks me out. So I'm like, I don't want a dude who gets girls all up in their business. I don't want to be, I'll be so honest. Like I would be so insecure about that. I would constantly want to see their DMs. I'd want to see what's going on. in If their you phone. were
0: dating someone or if yeah. they were, and if they had a big platform. Yeah, if I was oh, okay. dating
1: somebody with a okay. platform, I'd be like, yo, let me see what's in your DMs." Like, we we asked Drew Manning on the episode, like, oh, yeah? what did your DMs look like? And he
0: said, not bad, but I don't know if I believe that.
1: I'm like, he's got to get some stuff sometimes. You he's know, I think
0: it's kind of surprising sometimes because I think you and I are very similar in the in the way that, like, I don't really consider either one of us really forward in that way. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the I it's kind of shocking sometimes when some of my guy friends tell me some of the, the messages that they get. And I'm like, damn, like it just uh, – and, and I'm not trying to judge it, but I think, you know, there's two sides of it. It's like, you know, yes, go after what you want. I've certainly been there too of like if I am just interested in maybe sleeping with someone, like I'm just going to go and be like – I've certainly been that way yeah. over the last few years. Like like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. But I'm not normally like that. But a lot of our guy friends would be like, oh, yeah, girls are just like DTF in the in the uh-huh. DM. And I'm like, damn, really? Yeah. So – I had no
1: idea. That's, I guess that's the thing as I heard it from other guys and I'm like, dang, I didn't know that. So now I'm all, what's up with these And you feel like
0: if someone has a large platform, they're getting that a lot more. So you prefer to maybe date someone or be in a relationship with someone who doesn't really have a big following? Yeah,
1: I do. Or even,
0: I know a lot of, you know, maybe people that we've met over the last couple of years have not even had social media and that was attractive.
1: I actually prefer it.
0: Yeah. I'm like, if they don't have social media, that is
1: a turn on because I feel like you can get into so much trouble in in the dms in just looking at people's pages leaving comments even you know it was funny when i when the social media first started i was on myspace and i had my public page and this guy that i did not know never met he left a comment on my wall and i was working as a cocktail waitress on the weekend and i came home one day and woke up and i was married and my husband was just being kind of a jerk all day and i was like what's the deal? Like he was kind of cold and standoffish and I tried to give him a hug and he kind of gave me like the cold shoulder. I was like, what's the deal? And then he's like, who's Mike? <laughs> and I was like, huh? He's like, who's Mike? I go, I don't know what you're talking about. I, his name was a Mike. It was like a name that I didn't really know. I'm like, I don't know a person with that name. And he's like, well, he said something. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, I hadn't logged on and this dude wrote on my wall and it was like the 4th of July. And he's like, I hope you had a good weekend. It, what, or, I hope you had a good holiday. Mine would have been better with you here. And I was like, I do not even know this guy. I don't, I've never talked to him. I don't know where he lives. He's just a random fan who wrote something that means nothing. But that's the kind of thing where being a public figure or having a following that happens where people maybe create a relationship with you in their head or they create a storyline around that. And It literally caused a little riff and it took a while for him to believe me. Mm. And I like opened up my DMs to show him. I'm like, look, I don't even know this guy. One, like one iota of a second. I've never had a conversation with him, but people can write what they want. They can write. And I think that's why some people shut off their Facebook wall so nobody can post. Mm -hmm. But that kind of stuff can happen and it can cause issues in relationships. So I prefer to not have it.
0: I I actually see that. I mean, honestly, it would be so much easier. But the like harder version is, you know, you don't have to date someone with a huge platform, but like dating someone who is on social media fairly regularly, maybe use it more of a, as a consumer than a creator. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, like at some point I have to just like trust them, right? Like, you know, yeah. they're getting like DMs from people. Like maybe it's not like super like sexual or like whatever, yeah. but they're certainly like talking to so there was this article that I read. It was a couple of years ago. And I remember when Jade and I were going through our stuff, I was like, this is Jade. Like it was like, and it was, he, he hated that I like said that because I told him that. And it was on what's called back burner Relationships. And you'll totally get this when I share it because I think you and I probably have had in the past these kind of relationships. When I was married, I wasn't interested in any other men, like no men. Like, I mean, dudes can walk by. I wouldn't even look in. Like, it was just totally not even on my radar. But as soon as I started dating, then you're like, you look at everyone as a prospect. You look, and I think men tend to view those things a little bit more than women do. And so like you kind of start to look at everyone as a prospect. So back burner relationships is these people who like you haven't dated but you're like, ah, like there are maybe like maybe the right circumstances, the right timing. It could be maybe a thing. So I'm gonna just stay in like low key touch with them. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll send them a DM like every six months or They'll send me a DM, how are you? Nothing overtly sexual, just like having good feelings there. Maybe we're with other people,
1: Yeah.
0: but there's a mutual understanding there that like we're a little bit interested slash intrigued about what might have been in a different lifetime, different mm-hmm. set of circumstances. And so these backburner relationships, and I think a lot of us kind of have those, yeah. whether we're married or not. I think, you know, there's the, those people that you're like, ah, maybe like, maybe what do they call it? The great white Buffalo. Yeah. Maybe it's like the person, the one who got away. Maybe that's someone yeah. you dated in the past, but like all of us are guilty of checking out our exes' oh, pages yeah. Oh, yeah. or, and so like, for me, I know that the dude that I'm taught that I'm seeing right now, you know, he's friends with his exes. Mm-hmm. And like, I think because Jade warmed me up that, to that idea, like i I'm like more okay with that. Yeah. And I'm also just in a different headspace mentally. But I still go back to what we talked about in the episode about being able to trust again. It's still at a high level. Like, do you trust or not? Even though, even if you know stuff is happening.
1: Yeah. What do you think of the married couples that have a combined like page? So they don't have their own. It's like, I know somebody is like Jess, Jess and Mike. And it's, they don't each have an individual Facebook. They have a couple. Would you do that?
0: I would never do that in a million years, but not because I'm hiding anything. Yeah. To me, it would be because, like, honestly, the guy I'm dating now has my passcode. Yeah. Like he has, like he knows, like he can get into my computer. I have a fucking
1: passcode.
0: You can have my passcode. Everyone listening can have my passcode if they want. I thought I was in charge of your phone when you
1: die. (laughs) You are. He, if he has, I'm gonna have to go through him, and then he's gonna. Okay.
0: (laughs) And you know, here's the thing, and like I'll just say this publicly: like, there's some stuff on there that, like, old stuff that, like, if I, if he saw it, like, not since we've been dating, but like before we were dating, that if he decided to go through my phone, he would find it. Yeah. But I would be okay with that because I'd be like, that was a, a different time. Yeah. That's, and I, w- so I'm not trying to hide anything, sure. even some of the stuff that happened before we started dating. Like I'm fine with him seeing that stuff, even maybe some borderline stuff that's happened the last like eight months. You know, I yeah. would just be like, cool. Like, cause I know that I've been faithful. And so I think it's, it's hard, Yeah, but I definitely have those moments where I'm like, you know, I don't know. We'll be hanging out and i'll see that he has like a few dm like you see the little number up in the corner and i'm like who the fuck is that but like i don't say that so i don't let's talk about the one stalking tool that you taught me
1: which i didn't know and now i was like so good that's a a stalking hack (laughs) so joe goes well one thing that i do is you go to the instagram where people tag you and you can see other people. And this is very, very good because sometimes people don't post their own stuff, but someone else tags them. That's gotten me in some, it's gotten me some information. It's gotten both of us some information. So it's like, if we're doing this, other people are doing it. Like you go to the tag right. section, you start seeing who their friends are. You could piece together. They're like, oh, they were here on this night with these people. Like you can put shit together. You don't even have to be as Nancy Drew as me. You could be just low key figuring it out. And I think this is also why it's kind of ridiculous when people are keeping secrets or having secret relationship because it's so easy to get found out. It's so easy to get found out these days. It's like, dude, you don't even have to. Everything can be screenshot. You don't even have and to post because someone else will do it for you and then they'll tag you.
0: <laughs> a lot of people get found out that way. You know, and so I think that the high, the l- high level question is, you know, there's a million ways to stalk. There's all of us have gone down the Instagram black hole. And the, the question becomes, you know, if you start to feel that because here's the thing, like, I know you feel the same way. If we're feeling on top of our game, if we're feeling like, like I'm in my power, like, you know, I'm good. I'm doing my thing. Like no one can get to me. I'm not stalking. Yeah. I'm like not in that headspace. Right. Yeah. But if I start to get emotional, it's maybe it's that time of the month, even yep. like if I'm starting to feel like, damn, like just feeling insecure, feeling not good enough we can go and make ourselves feel bad and feel frankly, psycho if we want to, Totally, you know? And like, so, so how do you, when you're in that moment of like going down and looking at who they're following and what's going on with them and what photos did they like of theirs? Do you, and that's a separate question, which is liking photos. What's the meaning behind that? If any, how do you stop yourself? (sighs) Do you just block the person? Well, so
1: recent example, actually like last week, recent is, girlfriend of mine was in town we were talking about another chick who was really awesome and i was like let me follow her so i started typing her name in my search and of course who comes up but a guy that i was seeing last year and i was like oh i wonder what he's up to i haven't seen him in a while clicked on this profile saw he's got a girlfriend now and i i like i know i turned bright red in the moment like i was like oh dang and not that we were ever dating serious but he was probably the only one that i considered doing that with And it hurt, like, seeing it. And so I brushed it off right away because I was with my friend. But when I went home, not only did I look her up, she had a private account, so I was upset. So then I found out (laughs) her name, go to Facebook, found her page, saw some more pictures, saw that she was really pretty, really cute. So then that made me feel shitty about myself. I was like, oh, she's prettier than me. She's younger than me. And then I go to his page. Same picture was up. as on Instagram. I read all the comments. Even his ex-wife was like, you look so happy. And he's like yeah she's great and it just it Mm. sucked and i read every single thing of that and they're like you guys look so happy and i was like oh like that's not me and 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 i even told jill this i'm like he doesn't even look good and like we're we're obviously not supposed to be together but i still went down that rabbit Mm -hmm. hole and i considered blocking him for a little Mm -hmm. bit i was like maybe i should just block him so i don't but i think that I'm not in the space where I'm going to keep going down that road. Although I have been in the past, probably I will say the truth. If this happened two months ago, I would probably have to block him. But it's the last time I talked to him was maybe four months ago. So it feels a little farther away. But I probably would have to block him for my own sanity because I would probably keep checking because now that I know he's with somebody, I'll be like, oh, shoot. Like now I have to see. And it's weird because it's like, it's like this train wreck where you're like, now I have to see what they're doing. Now I have to see where they're going. I don't know why. Like, why are we obsessed
0: with <laughs> we're, this? It's like, uh, so Neil Strauss calls it pain chopping. We talked about yeah. that in another episode about like, we just, uh, like, uh, maybe it's just this like, is it sadistic or masochistic? Like, which one is it that where you just like want to make yourself feel bad? Where we're like, you know, for some reason it feels good or it feels like more in our power like so even when we talked about the affairs it wasn't even the affair itself that was the most hurtful it was the not knowing and being out of the loop Mm -hmm. so I think if we feel like well we know what's going on like we are we have an in with like we know that you're talking to so and so like it's not getting the wool's not getting pulled over our eyes like it feels more in control and so my practice has been like not knowing and also feeling so like for high level for me I don't know, like if, you know, maybe I'm just going down the Instagram black hole and the person I'm seeing is liking someone's photos recently or...
1: Okay, let's go back to that because, (laughs) chill, give me a look. Hey, you said you were going to get real on this one. I am. So now I think you have more trust, but there was a while where you were watching who he was liking and making a big deal over like, why did he like her photo? So what is, what were you like... What is that about? Yeah. Right? It's like it's like we can't. There, right. you create a story of if he liked it, then he likes her. Or
0: well, I think it's it, like if you like a photo, yeah. you're fucking somebody. Like no, right? It's obviously not the case because yeah. you and I like a lot of photos of a lot of dudes on Instagram. Still, that like I have no interest in, yeah. or like I just like him as a person, or we're friends, or whatever. Yeah. And like you know, a person I'm seeing could look at it and be like, "That's a good-looking dude. He's fit. He's like whatever." Does Jill like him? And it's like ridiculous to make that jump. And so, yeah. I that's one of the tools that I use to remind myself that like Wait, just because someone what what were you doing so I was going so here's what I here's like how I got myself into trouble I was looking at who the photos that he was like so I was like oh this like if he had followed someone because he's not on like he's on social media, but he's not uh, like a influencer or whatever, right? So he's not just like like he's not following random people from the internet. He's following people he maybe meets in person yeah. or whatever through a friend or whatever. So if he's you know following someone, like oh, I wonder how he got connected to that person because he doesn't just follow random people, right? And so then I'll go to the account, and you know, I mean, this is something that you and I have done in the past: is if we're interested in someone, we follow them. Or sometimes we don't even follow them. We just go to their account and what do we do? Like a whole bunch of photos in a row. Yep. (laughs) Right? Because that gets them notice. to notice yep, yep. that we've liked. I mean, you guys know Jesse Palmer, right? That's exactly oh, what God, remember? I, remember
1: I followed him. Cause remember he started he's dating like... a model and I was like, <laughs> first off it was a fake celebrity crush that I had. And I was like, Oh my God, he's so hot. And then he got a girlfriend. I was like, I'm unfollowing this dude.
0: Yeah. He's like, basically a, he is a celebrity. He's like a sportscaster. I don't know. He's like an athlete or something. Anyway, he's super so cute. Hot. And this is maybe like a year and a half ago. I, I mean. went on to his thing and, um, liked a whole bunch of his photos and didn't, didn't I follow? I don't know if I did. And then he liked a bunch of my photos. And then we had like a brief DM conversation back and forth. Right. So there's like this, no one is talking about this, but there's a subtle inference that like, if you're going to like a whole bunch of person's photos in a row, look like you're kind of going deep in the creep. Like you just are. And so a couple of people, um, the guy I was dating, like you know, it was like a couple of chicks that he like liked multiple of their photos from, like not this week. It was from like last month or whatever. And so I was like, "What's up with that?" And I didn't bring it up to him. I brought it to Danny. I was like, "Help me," <laughs> but it was more about um, just getting right and it ebbs and flows. Like I have moments like that, depending on my own level of security yeah. and just where we've evolved as a couple. And it's still, I still get those, you know, emotional triggers all the time. I think you but, can be together with somebody for years and have that. And it's like, but I know that's not the person I want to be. And so I yeah. think that's, that's the high level for ma- message for me is like, when I see myself doing that, I know that that's not an evolved version or at least it's not the person that I want to be. So I actually just wrote this piece on Medium, if you guys follow on Medium, about um, how to start, and it was interesting, a friend of ours, a mutual friend, Karis, we were walking down the street, this is maybe like a month ago, and she said, it sounds like you're like faking it till you make it. Because she's like, you still have a wall up, but you're doing all the things that you know you should be doing if you want to be vulnerable again to relationship. Mm-hmm. And so the piece that I wrote for Medium, I didn't really promote it, but it was about like, you know, if I find myself wanting to ask him, Who are you talking to? Who are you texting? Who's that girl? Like, if I find myself wanting to do those things, I don't do them because that's not the person that I want to be. And I know it's so hard if you're listening to this and you're like, but I can't help myself. I've certainly been there too before, yeah. where like sometimes you just are like, But who is that? Like you just want to know and you want it like know so bad. And so my practice has been like just allowing it to just like be what it is. And I certainly will get like, you know, a little like pissy at times if Mm -hmm. I like, I don't know if I, you know, it it text messages, it's a girl or whatever, but what's the alternative? The alternative is being like hyper vigilant, constantly asking questions, constantly feeling insecure. So the high level for me anyway, has been not doing those things, even though like sometimes I really want to and i just trust and i'm just like you know what if it's gonna happen like what is my asking gonna make it happen faster or slower like i mean you right, know what i mean right. like and i'm trying to just be the evolved person and the trusting and open and vulnerable person that i want to be you've done such a good job of it watching
1: you go through it because you know we've had the conversations and yep instead of going to him about the girl you're talking to me and like talking through it and it's like because he
0: can't help me what's he gonna say like even if i decide to be insecure he yep. can say so many times, Jill, like She's I'm no with buddy. you. Yeah. It's no one, it's a friend. Mm-hmm. It's someone like he can, but if I, if I'm in that insecure space, I can't even hear that. So yep. like, he can't help me. Yep. And it's like what you, you don't want to be the person who has to prove it.
1: Right. Cause we've yep. all had that happen too. Whereas, you know, yeah. with when that happened, totally. my space thing, I kind of had to prove it, which we were married and it, but there was still a lot of like, okay, I, even after I said all of that, there was still tension for a couple of days. It was like,
0: okay, and like, how often do you yeah. want to bring it up? Like my brother, Dan calls it death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like it's, it's fine. Like once or twice, but like eventually, like if you keep, yeah, you know, like and it's hard. I mean, I think even if you're married adding in social media, even if you're married for like 15, 20 years, like adding in social media and layering on that type of access, Yep. Because we see people's highlight reel on social media. So it's very easy if you're having a tough day in your marriage or even a tough time span in your marriage to look at an ex of yours. And they have actually shown in research, this is really interesting, they've shown in research that we always look back on our previous relationships more fondly mm-hmm. than we did. And, and we forget why we broke up. Mm-hmm. They've shown that people actually forget the bad stuff and they only remember the good. So it's so easy to re- to be like, oh, life is so much simpler yeah. then. Yeah. Or, you know, so I think it, it, it's pretty irresistible to just be like, you know what? I just want the feeling of ease yep. back. Yep. I'm going to go back to the well. I think
1: even being in a relationship and looking at somebody who's single and idealizing that. And then there are single people idealize, like we have friends who just wanna be married, just wanna be in a relationship. They're idealizing being in a relationship. And I know plenty of married people that are like, you have so much freedom, I wish I had your life. It's really every time looking at someone else's highlight reel, thinking that they're somehow have it better than you for whatever reason. And it's, it's really interesting. When I was going through my divorce, um, I, was with a girlfriend and we went to Australia. We went to Sydney together and her, I was dating that whole time, having a great time. She and her husband were having um, a rough time. And when we got back, her husband actually texted me and he kind of chewed me out. And he was like, he, they were having a rough time, but he thought that I was telling her that she needed to be single and have fun because she was watching me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, absolutely not. I, I would first off never want somebody to break up their marriage. And it was just it was out of left field for me cuz that's like the last thing i would want but it it can seem that way sometimes when you're married looking at somebody single like oh my gosh they have it all together their life is so amazing and then on the other side if you've been single forever and you're looking at the married people like wow i wish i had that but we just don't know what's happening and we can create stories of other mm-hmm. people's lives create stories of what our life would look like mm-hmm. if it was with that person or in a different space yep. and We're just avoiding dealing with our own stuff.
0: That's what I'm saying is I think like at a high level, it's just like looking at your own behavior and going like, how do I want to spend my time minute to minute? I certainly don't want to feel insecure. Yeah. You know, and and that's the thing is the person you're in the relationship with, whether you're married, whether social media is part of it or not, no one can make you feel secure if you're determined to be insecure, if you're determined not to feel good enough, no matter how many times your spouse, your partner, your best friend, your sibling, whoever tells you you're amazing, you're not open for that message. And so going down the Instagram black hole, you know, uh, you know, questioning your partner all the time about their DMs, like all of that kind of stuff, it's just a symptom of the bigger issue, which is your own self idea of self-worth.
1: Yeah. It's funny with the recent thing of going down that black hole was it's, you know, I've ha- talked myself down and I was telling Jill, you know, the stories that I had, it was, it was quick, but literally I saw that and I was like, oh great. Now Jill has a boyfriend and now he has a girlfriend and one of our other friends has a girlfriend. And I'm like, great. Now I'm the only one alone. And you know, that's obviously so ridiculous. I'm not the only one alone. And also it doesn't say anything about me that I don't, that I'm not with anybody. And I'm not even looking for that at the moment. But it's just those moments where you see something and then you have this, I mean, it's not, what is, uh, I think Jade calls it like lizard brain. It's literally just like a reaction that came out of nowhere. And after I did it for a minute, I was like, okay, I just need to stop this. It's definitely not helping me. It's definitely not helping me get clear on what I do want going forward. It's not helping me in any sort of way. It's not helping me compare myself to her. There's just a whole lot of things. But it's, I think so many people do it. And sometimes, and I think maybe in the past, uh, I wouldn't say this happened in the past, but I, I could see this happening where people can get, like it can literally ruin your whole day, mm-hmm. it can ruin your whole like totally. It can, yeah, because you're going... You're watching somebody else, like a weird reality show. You're watching someone else's life and not living your own life. Mm -hmm.
0: Totally. That's (laughs) what the comparison trap is really all about. And I think, I just, I want to take a second just to like, just normalize a lot of these behaviors. Because I know like maybe you're listening to this and you're kind of cringing, but you're also like... It's like kind of a car wreck. Like you have to listen because you're like, yes, like that. There is some something so real. At least I hope you feel there's something so real and raw about these conversations. So I do want to normalize it for people. But I also want to encourage, I think we both want to encourage people to just have the awareness of like, this is an internal issue. Like, and so... I guess I have a couple of questions for you, but like, say you're dating someone and, you know, like I'm not really like super naive to think, like, you know, I mean, the person I'm dating now has been, was dating for a long time before we, st- we got together and we're sure. exclusive. So I'm sure there's still like residual... Yeah. stuff happening in the DM. So yep. I'm sure there is. And yep. I get it too, right? Yep. Like I get dudes from like a year ago, like being like, what's up? And, and I trust myself because I know I'm into the person I'm with. Yep. And I want to give that same benefit of the doubt to the person I'm with too. Because yep. it really does just come down to like, do I trust? So like, yeah, I'm sure stuff's happening. I'm not like a Pollyanna. Like I'm like, he's attractive dude. Like he's a good sure. catch. Like sure. that stuff is happening. So then the question becomes, and we've talked about this before, but I want your take on it is if you start dating someone exclusively or you're in a relationship and you and I both went through this, like kind of just had to reverse engineer this. When do you start talking about the person on social? <laughs> well, and this, if you don't start talking about them, so I actually, what does that say about you? I actually started
1: thinking about this recently and I wanted to talk to you about it because when we were going through this before you even met your guy, we were like, we will not post our guys on social. It's never going to happen. Like nobody's going to see them. I don't, we'll be married for 10 years before anyone even knows who they are. But I started to go, why? Like, first off, I think, I think there's a lot of embarrassment around breakups. Like if you are dating somebody and then you break up, people take all the photos down. It's like it never existed. And it's kind of like, why, why is that? Why do we have to erase the, like it happened? So I started to think about it more recently and I was like, you know, Maybe I would put them on social earlier and just let people go, let people see it. And then if we break up, just go, hey, guys, it didn't work out. So I, my stance a year ago, even maybe eight months ago, was nobody knows who the guy is. Nobody's going to know. It's completely private. And I may still, like I kind of like the mystique of like yeah. hiding it and having people guess. But then the other part of me is like, if I'm happy and enjoying life and there's somebody that makes me happy... Why not show the world, even if it ends, and then I can make a public announcement? Because I think maybe watching Sierra, who we had on the podcast, Sierra Nielsen, she had a, a pretty public relationship, and then she did post about it early on. I think she did a good job, and I was like, I remember going, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I'd post about it, but then I'm like, well, again, what's the alternative? It's you hide your happiness and then you hide the shame or you just share the happiness and then you share the pain and realize it's not that shameful. People break up just because you ended a relationship. Doesn't mean it was a failure. Yeah.
0: You know, it's so interesting that you say that because I was the same as you, like about a year ago, I was like, there's no way that I'm sharing anyone I'm dating until like we're basically married or like whatever. (laughs) But to your point, when you're with someone and you are happy, you are proud to be with them, yeah, yeah. you know? So there's that feeling of like, I want to share mm-hmm. this like amazing thing that's going on with me, you know? So I don't know what the answer is. Well, the, well, the other side
1: of that is, well, why aren't you sharing? Are you trying to appear single? Right. right? So totally. we have friends who were married and her husband, a friend who was married and her husband would never post about her. And it was like, well, are you just trying to appear single? Is totally. that why? And so it's almost like if you start posting about your relationship, it's like, hey. You're also Everybody cutting off single. Yeah. all those other yeah. prospects too. It's like to let them know, yo, I'm with somebody so like knock it off. So I remember, I'm going to call you out on this, but Joe was like, he never puts me on his story. He never puts me. And I was like, you never put him on your story. <laughs> She's like, well, he never tags me. He never posts about me. I was like, girl, you don't either. So I don't know what to tell you. And you were like, Ugh. but it is that like, well, why won't you post about me? Don't are you trying to appear single? So yeah, I think if I am with somebody that I'm really like digging, I probably
0: will put them on at least in the stories, maybe not in the feed. <laughs> cause you I mean, cause when you declare that you're with somebody and you start sharing on social media, you are in a sense shutting down all the other prospects uh-huh. too. So you're uh-huh. saying to them like, Hey, I'm actually with somebody, Yeah. you know, and that can be like, we're scared to lose options yep. sometimes yep. because we're not totally 100% solid on this new thing. So we're like, ooh, let me just. Speaking
1: of, were y'all watching Jill's stories after Sydney? She posted a full face of her guy. And she, yep, I was like, oh, there we go. She's showing him finally. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who was watching saw it. If you didn't, you missed it. So 24 hours is over.
0: Mr. Mustache. (laughs)
1: it's funny when um we did the q a thing on instagram stories i love those and somebody asked me about you they're like so what's up with jill's boyfriend and i have a picture of them saved in my phone it was one of the first selfies they took together it was so adorable i saved it and so i posted that but i put the emoji fireman over it with the mustache and literally like he is a fireman and has a mustache so it was like the perfect emoji and they laughed at the emoji and i'm like but actually this is him like, this is actually an emoji as <laughs> <is> him.
0: <laughs> I know. There's just so many questions around this. Did you like, get a
1: lot of comments on that picture? Did uh, people reply or no?
0: Yeah. Like, people replied with, like, the hard eyes or, like, oh. a heart or something. Yeah. yeah. People like to see it.
1: Uh, I'm blushing for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how that, how that. Yeah. I am
0: still, I mean, th- things are going great. We've been together for, like, eight or nine months, and it's very, um, like, one day at a time. Yeah you know, which is great for me because I'm able to just like be grateful and and spend that time. And I'm not scared of showing on social media that I'm with somebody like for other guys. But yeah, I mean, it's funny, right? Because it's like we trust ourselves. So I know that if I get a DM from a dude who's like, yeah, want to fuck? I'm like, no, like, thank you. (laughs) But I don't trust other women on some like level, right? So if like he gets a DM that's like, want to fuck? I'm like,
1: well, I think for me, at least I can't speak for you. But I know that kind of the girl that went after my ex-husband was the aggressor. Mm. So I think that's where my sh- trigger and fear of women is because she was the one who instigated it, mm. not him. So even though obviously he had a- was a willing participant, right. but she was the one who started it. And so for me, I'm like, I don't trust... Checks in the dms
0: and i don't want to say that because i like i love women well let's talk about this you've you've been you have had conversations with men who are in relationships because this this yeah. is i think why some of the trust stuff is a little bit hard yeah is because you and i have we've met and have talked to men yep. who have shown us interest Yep, and they're, they're... very much in a committed relationship yep. yeah and so then we just go well all men do that or like right like and you're like your girlfriend doesn't know that you're yeah and so we've seen the other side of it yeah and that can be really tough I've had multiple
1: guys that married or in a relationship I mean one in particular I dated a year ago and he's got a girlfriend and he posts all over social and then he's in my dms like we're gonna be together we should be together and then heart eyes and like fire emojis on my pictures like he's and I'm like dude stop like you can't and it's just it's a turn off because I feel like it's a disrespect to his girl. But it's then that, again, that makes me go, are any guys like into their chicks? Like, it seems like on social media that they're about to get married, but I know what he's doing to me. So <laughs> it's like, dang. So, yeah, there is that
0: piece where. I don't trust girls or guys now. What if I know, and I think you just go trust episode, cause... and like and I think you just go like, well, then I'm just I have to choose. I have to trust or not trust, like because yeah. the alternative is being like again hyper vigilant, super insecure, like yeah. so. I'm, and so you just at the end of the day go like, okay, I'm just gonna like even though I don't feel 100 percent trusting, mm-hmm. I'm gonna act like someone who trusts, yeah. and I'm gonna do the things that someone who trusts will do. And in the back of my mind, I'm honest, like I'm gonna get my fucking heart broken at some yeah. point. Because I I just do believe that, whether it's me or him or both or whatever, it's probably I'm going to get my heart broken again, but I'm still going for it.
1: I've considered the the idea, too, of they do what they want in their DMs. I assume the worst, but when they're with me, they're with me. And so I just go, you know what? When they're with me, if they're full on loving me and being awesome... Then what they do in their DMs is like that's what they do, and so I've considered that in my head, maybe just as a like defense mechanism of,
0: okay, well maybe I'm just. Well, gonna Byron have to Katie see what would say, is, is it your business to manage? Yeah, well, how they are when they're not with you, and that's what's hard. because yep. you know anyone could make the case of like, well, I'm obviously with you, and I I know that was one of Jade's justifications. Mm-hmm. Is he said to me when I first found out, he was like, have I treated you any differently? Yeah, and I'm like know but that's not the point yeah and so just as an aside i don't know if this came through but the person i'm with now has done nothing to make me insecure yeah. has never has not done anything to then short of make me just feel totally taken care of and loved and appreciated so it's not that he's doing anything that's why i know it's not him yeah. it's not it's like it's me mm-hmm. and so i think yeah i mean what it, what does that look like moving forward or what do you do well you have to like just blanket trust and is like ignorance is bliss
1: yeah yeah, or it does come down to just making a choice of going, one, okay, then you have to go, if I did find something, what would I do? Right. Would I just be mad? Would I end it? Because I had yeah. gotten an argument with my mom recently. She was getting into my dad's computer trying to find stuff on him and she was freaking out because she couldn't find the password. And I go, mom, what's, you're freaking out on him already because you haven't found anything. But also, if you find something, then what? Like, are you going to get a divorce? Right? She's like, well, no. I go, then- then what are you looking for? Because you're just going to get in a fight. And then, then what? Like, then what? What if you find something? What's next? If you're looking for something for evidence, because you've already tried to get out, then there's probably already a reason you should get out. But if you're looking for evidence just to start a fight, then why? Like, you just let it go. You yep. have to go, well, there might be something there. But what if I find it? Like, do I want to find it? Probably not. I, I don't know. So I just don't know. You gotta have an action plan, I guess, getting out of it, because you can't go in and say, "I found this, and now I want you to go to counseling and fix your problem," because you can't fix somebody. You can't tell somebody to fix their problem that you decided was a problem for them. Maybe they're just freaking human.
0: You know, when we talked about the sex and dating episode, we talked about conscious relationships. Do you feel? And we talked about this a little bit with Drew Manning too. Do you feel like ahead of time? you need to have a conversation or guidelines around how to handle social media? Like, do you think, hey, like, I just want you to know that like, I feel a little bit weird about social media, like I'm an influencer, maybe you are too. I'm going to trust you. But I do want you to know that it, it registers for me that I assume that you do get a lot, you get hit on the DM. Like I talked to Jade, he gets hit on all the time mm-hmm. in the DM. He's just like, he's constantly shocked yeah. at the kind of messages that he gets. And so like, do you think that you could maybe just have a preemptive conversation and just be like, but, and I've you know told the person I'm dating multiple times, like, I trust you. Like, I'm just like, yeah. I trust what you tell me.
1: I think nowadays you have to. It's interesting because a lot of people who are listening probably met their spouses pre-social Before. media, like yep. we did. Yep. And so it's like, how do you bring it up now after it's been right. 10 years of social? Right. Um, but I think going into a new relationship, it's something I never considered, but I think is important. I think it is important. Because this is how we're connecting me. now. Yeah, I think it is important for me. And a lot of people nowadays meet on a dating app. Yep. So it, there's also a conversation there of, did you delete the app? Are we together, or is this is the app still? On Honestly,
0: your phone? a lot of our guy friends date on Instagram. They don't even date on dating apps; they date on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. Like so,
1: but I think, I think you do have to have a conversation now, and I don't know what that looks like if you've been married right for, since before social, and then it came in. It may actually there's a not a TED talk. Maybe it is a TED talk. I'll have to find it. See if we can put it in the show notes really good talk when i was in boise with natalie hodson we watched it together and it was about social media and relationships Mm. and it gave a lot of stats on and actually talked about the back burner thing Mm -hmm. so it gave a lot of stats on relationships and social media and and she got into her relationship pre-social media and it's like what kind of conversations what do you even ask how do you start it and how do you Mm. like what kind of boundaries do you draw is it
0: just hey? Well, because what's cheating, cheating right? Yeah. Like, and Esther Prell talks about this too. Like, is like messaging your ex DMing cheating? Cheating. Mm-hmm. Is DMing cheating? Is, is you know having dudes? a flirt, um, like what someone would consider a mild flirtation, is that cheating? Mm-hmm. And so it's hard because you're just getting to know the person. So it's yeah. like, hey, let me tell you my rules about social media. That feels a little bit or, like a like a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, it's and I that's why I want to have this conversation so much because as much as I think we want to be above all of these like kind of seemingly petty things, Mm -hmm. this is also how we connect now. Yep. So, you know, it registers if someone unfollows me who I thought I had a good relationship with as much as I wish, like if you talk to someone, they're like, why do you care? It's like, because they care like and i'm human yeah and so i'm gonna notice that it's gonna register for me and i'm gonna wonder if i did something wrong or i'm gonna wonder like what what why they did that yeah. i thought we had a great relationship same thing with romantic stuff like so it registers yeah. you going through and liking a whole bunch of photos of a dude who's cute like that's a thing like that means something it's not just like oh i fell onto his page and liked a couple of photos it's like i don't buy that
1: the unfollow thing is interesting too because i know i've even reached out to you and i was like hey so and someone followed me and it's like and Like you double checked, you're like, no, she's still following you. But there is that thing of people that we know, if they, if we're friends or acquaintances and they unfollow us, we make something of that. Like, why did they unfollow me? And it literally could be an accident. It literally could be they don't want to see your shit anymore. Or it could just be like you're triggering me or I'm in a different space and I just like want to. I know our friend Elizabeth Yalto, she said something about. Like when she's writing or getting into creative mode, she'll unfollow some people in the same space. So she yep. doesn't get uh, like ideas that are like, she, so she has her own ideas yep. and it's not personal. Right. But we tend to go, well, why did they do that to me? And we make a story and then we never, we never ask the person, of course, or if you do, then you seem like a psycho. Cause I've had people like that where I've had a, a like a bot running my Instagram, trying it out and it followed and unfollowed people. So I didn't even know. And then I got people messaging, why'd you unfollow me? I'm like, I didn't. Mean too. Sorry. I like have a robot doing my thing right now. So not personal, but I have the moment of going, okay, crazy. Why are you paying attention to whether I'm following
0: you or not? Right. <laughs> yes. Crazy, but also normal. But because again, me, same
1: thing, but right. I just won't tell, I won't say it. I just it. keep it in. I'm like, oh my God, they
0: unfollowed me and I'll tell other people, but I won't go to them, which is right. all of it's. Just I've like, done, I've done both. Yeah. I've been, I've actually like confronted a couple of people, you know, and, yep. but At the same time, you feel stupid doing that. You feel like so silly. Like, why is this even, why am I bringing this up? It's so stupid. So like high school, school. (laughs) but you know, there is intention behind things. And Uh I think that that's what the conversation around, like you and I know this, when both of us were dating a lot of dudes, if we were interested in someone on Instagram, it would be like, 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 like a bunch of photos, watch their story when the time is right, respond to a story with like a, a pithy, like flirty, kind of like low risk response right right, to get on their radar like it was very strategic even though it wasn't it's silly to talk about and so you just go like everyone's doing that or at least there's a good amount of people that do if you're listening to this and you're like been married 30 years and you're just like this is some petty ass (laughs) shit and totally not uh, uh, relevant to my life then uh that's amazing keep doing what you're doing yeah But I do think for the people who are maybe in our situation, maybe single, maybe recently single, maybe recently in new relationships, maybe even just feeling as though social media is playing a part in their long-term relationship and are struggling to how to do that. I don't know that we have any solid takeaways, but I just want to have this conversation. I think it's important to talk about the implications.
1: Yeah. Outside of dating, even if somebody's been married this long, I guarantee all of us have done it to a girlfriend, stalk them or an ex ex friend or somebody from high school, Believe me, all of the hot guys and girls in high school—the girls I was jealous of—I've looked up now. I'm like, oh, she's not all that now. Like she's just a some, you know, like
0: we just do whatever, do the penny judging thing, yeah. of
1: finding people, try to make yourself feel better.
0: So. <laughs> right. And yeah. so, just I think to your point, just just see that you're doing it. Yeah. Call yourself out on your BS. Yeah. And it takes some time sometimes to turn it out. around, but call your girlfriend. <laughs> I call Danny and I'm like, I'm being a psycho right now. Thank <laughs> you for talking me off the ledge. <laughs> you have to, you have to recognize when you're just being crazy. Yeah. We all are crazy though. We're yeah. all crazy sometimes. <laughs> so check yourself and just realize that check it's not about, you know, and I think I do think it. when I'm in my most of all place, it's not about someone else even doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So much is it a because I feel like if something, someone I'm with is is doing something like that. I don't approve of it's either because we haven't had the conversation Mm -hmm. or like you said, like then what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Or I can just be like, you know what? I just trust that like that we have a solid foundation. And this is also one of my kind of like mindset hacks is if the person I'm with wants to do something else, Mm -hmm. then like good for them. Like, you know what I mean? I think that the fear is not knowing that something else is going on. That's where it's like the embarrassment kind of comes in. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's going to come out eventually. Right. Cause no one wants to be the other woman in the relationship either. You know? So if yep. he's talking to someone who's single at some point, that girl is going to be like, you're in a relationship. Like, why are we still talking? That yeah. happened. That's happened to you. Like yep. you've had guys who are in committed relationships want to be in a relationship with you. And you're like, why would I ever want to be in a relationship with someone else who's in a relationship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. And so I think, you know, I go like, you know, and, and honestly, like, this is kind of my mind, like when my mindset hacks is like, I kind of like pity Him Mm. too, if he wants Mm -hmm. to be, and not that other people aren't great, yeah. But like, I'm like, cool. He's gonna like, you know. I think we've all done this where we're like, he's giving up something really amazing, yeah. If he decides to do something different, and maybe it's going to be even better for them or whatever. But so you have to trust that they wouldn't risk what you have. So true. So hard. Well, this is good. We would love to. Hear your <laughs> I don't know stocking. if this made any sense to anyone else besides any... us. Oh, I
1: guarantee you. I want to hear some <laughs> stalking stories. Has anybody found some crazy stuff? Actually, I don't know. I don't want to go digging dirt, but I, let's just just tell us if you've done it.
0: And also, like, yo, if you need to, thing. if you need a little Nancy Drew help, <laughs> remember, Danny only needs the gym they work out at and a first name. <laughs>
1: That's all I need. That's and I it. got You boo. She's got it. <laughs> just send it to me. I charge now. So I have a PI fee. What is it called? Yeah. Yeah, I got PI fees. But uh, if you want it, uh, I got services. I put it up on my website. I love it. DannyJPI.com. Lots of initials. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. Make sure you follow us. Go to the Facebook group. It's at TheBestLifePodcast.com. We have some fun conversations in there.
0: Yeah, we talk about the weekly episodes. Jump in on those conversations.
1: And make sure you're subscribed so you get these immediately. And um, also, we would love it if you would share with your friends if yep. it's relevant to them,
0: because that's how we and we're get always up so there. grateful when people share on social media in their stories. Like we, yeah. so many of you guys always share the episodes in your stories, and we always re, we always regram them. Yep. So we'll be happy to put you onto our platform if you do that for us, because to us that's the it's the highest form of flattery if you share with the people that you trust and that you feel like it's useful for them too. All right, we love you guys. All right, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.